Good morning, good afternoon, whatever time of day it is that you are listening. Folks, thank you very, very much for listening. The date today is the, what's today, the 8th of August? James, that's right, right? The 8th of August? I think it's the 8th of August. Uh, Year of Our Lord 2020. I am joined once again by the on-again, off-again man who wears the cardigan, James Edwards III. James, how are you doing today, and are you as excited as I am to do this? I'm very excited. I'm doing well. Thank you for having me on, as always. Um, Yeah, man, I'm super excited to do this. It was tough. Um, I made my own rules for myself that I will tell you when we start. Um, And I think you'll like them, though, because I wanted to – yeah, I'll just tell you when we start. But no, I'm 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 glad to be on. I'm excited, and this should be fun. Hopefully, people walk away um, learning or discovering something more so than any other time we get that together. That was yeah, that was kind of my thing. Is when I was thinking about doing this uh, episode, I was like, well, who would I get? Because like people know me as like I don't know the basketball guy, but people also know that I care a lot about music since it's also something that I make. Um, and I was like, well, I don't really know who else would do it. And I was like, James is always a good listen. I enjoy James. People enjoy James. Let's just have him on again. And then I realized uh, the last time that you were on, we said something along the lines of like, make this a weekly or biweekly, like just, you know, do this more frequently. I didn't realize right. that was like a month ago. thought that was like three <laughs> weeks ago. So we're back. Uh, for those of you, if you haven't read the title or haven't been paying attention over the last few days, today we'll just be listing our top five favorite albums uh, from the last decade, so 2010 to 2020, um, not necessarily top five best. That's not really the same thing. These are just like our go-tos. Uh, James, I'm going to let you. Oh, oh, oh. We're only doing five? I thought it was ten. ten? Oh, you can do ten if you I, – I said to you – I said five in two tweets, and I said five to you. I could pull out some more. I'll just put my honorable mentions as actual uh, – as actual – uh, rankings if you want and that's another thing I said uh-huh. is that these aren't in any particular order if, unless you wanted to do that I hate lists so if they're in order for you that's fine uh, I can think of some more albums while we're going we can do 10 if you want to do 10 well well, 10 was, is hard enough so I, 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 I apologize for misreading 5 would be I mean 5 if you really want I can do 5 if I just want to pick my, my best of the best okay. like, I can do it it's your, your show I'll do it I thought 10. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Your call. We can do we'll five. We'll do five. Then 30 honorable mentions. Yeah. I have like two just because I was really struggling. And James also thought that I was cheating because I asked Twitter what they're, I asked the Twitter this exact same question. Uh, now, admittedly, I was doing that for some inspiration just to make sure there wasn't anything that I was leaving out. Now, when I actually saw the responses, uh i there were some lists that were flat out dumb um but i you know to each their own i'm not really going to get all that mad about it omari had probably the best list i don't know if you saw his uh i think i did okay. i think i yeah, i think i, I did. believe it was i'm gonna i'm gonna pull it up right now actually okay so it was uh good kid mad city inner speaker to pimp a butterfly channel orange and acid rap great list yeah. great list of what there's yeah i mean everybody obviously has their own preferences there's a few in there that i really enjoy as well so we're gonna go ahead we'll get this started uh give me your and again if you wanted to do it in order that's fine i'm not doing that because i hate doing that give me your first album i'm gonna do 10 i'm yeah, just gonna that's do fine. It. if sorry. you want you can do two at a time and then i'll just do one all right so this is gonna be no order and the rule i gave myself because i want people like i i consider my like i'm very into like hip-hop from 
the nineties to now underground mainstream, like I'm into it. And there's people that maybe the a listener hasn't heard of that they wanted to check out. And obviously the parameters are from 2010 to 2019. So I'm going to leave it there, mm-hmm. but I'm only obviously like Kendrick, I could do all three of his albums in my yes. top 10, but I, what I did one artist, only one artist gets one spot. So I had to decide my favorite album from that artist. And they, like, again, this could be to pimp a butterfly, good kid in Man city and damn could be in. Right. Or, I get what you, but I, I only picked I actually one. did and that same thing. So that's good. Different. Okay. Okay. All right. So my first two, no particular order. I love action Bronson. Yes. Uh, and I'm going to go with the, the, the kind of the first, the debut Dr. Lecter, I think came out in, 2010 or 11 phenomenal album mm-hmm. it's everything i love about action the, the the humor it was still a little more rugged so there's different flows and everything uh i'm also going to give my favorite song on there so if somebody wants to listen to it one song before they dive into the whole album i, w- I would recommend this song and for me action bronze and dr lecter and the song to start with before you dive into the project is beautiful music um and then my second one of my top 10, which I shouldn't have did a top 10, and I'm already halfway done of the rules. But, uh, Blue and Exile, give me my flowers so I can still smell them. Blue is my favorite rapper. Him and Exile did an album in 2007 called Below the Heavens, which is my favorite album of all time. Uh, this was their follow-up like five years later, four years later. Uh, maybe One Day is a song I would check out. But Blue and Exile, give me my flowers while I can still smell them. Beautiful album. Phenomenal. Um Yes, so there is two. Big fan of the Action Bronson pick because I feel like in recent months, even people have kind of started to fall off of him because of things that he does like outside of music. I don't remember any of the things that he's done, but people just clown him all the time. I think he's hilarious. I love Action. Like he's entertaining. He has great lines. Uh, he has like eccentric uh, culture beats. Like it's yeah, it's he's perfect for the summer day, and some stuff is good for the the winter clogging through the midwest and even though i mean it's easy to say this because i believe commercially it's his most successful song uh shout out to baby blue uh because that's a great song i'm sure yeah with chance so the i like i said i adhered to the same rule you did where with this first one my what i'm kind of doing here is i'm gonna go from like probably the most known to like albums that people probably don't really know because like you said maybe it'll be fun if someone kind of dives into something and they discover something new so yeah. with that being Recommend a song too for the people to start yeah. with. Um I, I th- this was really difficult for me because it was either gonna be Watch the Throne or it was gonna be this, and it's Yeezus. Yeezus to me Ooh. holds such like significant sentimental value because I very briefly mentioned this um in our last episode where that album came out and i was in summer school it was between freshman and sophomore year it was the first time that i ever been to summer school so i was miserable yeezus comes out and i didn't do anything for like three weeks all i was (laughs) doing was listening to this record because and it's it's so i i guess transcendent would be a good word because so many of the the influences from that album are still felt today you hear it in a lot of travis scott songs especially and even kanye kind of going back to that sound in his most recent single uh what is it wash us in the blood which was an amazing track um yeezus to me is like this blend of these like overly distorted and almost kind of unpleasant to the ear like bass lines and just crazy synths and sounds 
And it's just amazing. And I remember there was a short period of time where I thought Black Skinhead was like the greatest song that had ever been made, ever. Um, Yeezus, I like Black Skinhead's amazing. As far I think, I don't know what my actual favorite track off of that album would be. Um, Hold My Liquor's Good. New Slaves is also amazing. But at the end of the day, I think, what am I thinking? A Guilt Trip. Guilt Trip and Blood on the Leaves. Those are probably my two favorite. Blood on the Leaves is probably my favorite because they're like, tuba that comes in uh it's amazing yeah. so yeah it was either that or watch the throne uh which was what was the today's the ninth anniversary of watch the throne so uh watch the throne to me uh that's an honorable mention that's one that i'm throwing in there is like i almost said this i wanted to say this so bad i do have that on vinyl uh which doesn't sound as good as it does in headphones it's not really rap albums aren't yeah. really like vinyl quality like you you know what i mean yeah if there's uh it depends yeah i know what you mean like a um, an act like Jay-Z and Kanye West who have top quality engineering and uh, arrangement, production yeah. and like arrangement and like there's heavy 808s. No, that's not necessarily the best vinyl. Right. It, yeah. It, it, it does depend on the artist when it comes to and that. And I think I, I tweeted this too. Uh, Watch the Throne is an album that if it came out today, I don't know if no many, if, if many people would be able to tell the difference. And in terms of the production value that's on the record, it's so good. And even what is it in uh, New Day, which is my favorite song on the album? Well, that's Same. that's that's it's tough, but New Day is amazing. Uh, what? It- yeah, I, I like Watch the Throne. I'm not the biggest Kanye fan for many reasons, met most of which. And this has been this isn't just like new. Right, like right. I, I've been off Kanye for a couple, like close to ten years, but. Watch the Throne is phenomenal. I I have not gone back to it in a long time, and it's not because I don't think it's good. I just don't know why I haven't. But I'm I'm not mad at Watch the Throne. I'm not mad at Jesus. Again, I'm not the biggest Kanye fan, but Jesus is um it, it it's an acquired taste, and I'm all for music that makes you have to listen to a bunch of times to decide if you right. like it or not. Absolutely. And the last two things I'll say, uh, both about uh, Watch the Throne. In New Day, Kanye kind of gives us a little precursor, a little look into the future. What is he's talking about when he has a son? Uh, I might even make him be Republican so everybody knows he loves white people. Yeah, well, that's Kanye 10 years later. Um, yeah. But the second thing I was going to say was sometimes I'll ask Twitter what their favorite song is off of Watch the Throne. And I add for certain people to tread lightly because I know what their favorite song is, but a lot of people aren't allowed to say the name of the song. If you understand where I'm going with this. Yeah. Okay. And the reason I have to preface that is because there was one time where somebody just had no regard for their, then uh, they just said it. And I was like, okay, so block can't do that. Uh, anyways, uh, three and four, your albums go. All right. Um, kind of in the same vein as Jesus in terms of it being very eclectic. Uh, the production being very off kilter and abrasive. Now, uh, abrasive might not be the best word, but it's very off kilter. I'm a massive MF Doom fan, um, and his album Keys to the Cup came out in 2011, 12, and it's just very, it's a it's a very uh, eclectic listen that it's probably not for everybody, um, and I wouldn't argue if somebody said it was bad. I I enjoyed a lot about that album. Favorite favorite um, track. Winter Blues. Okay. And then the next one I'll go with, and again, no particular order, Freddie Gibbs, Pinata, 
Um, I could uh, Freddie Gibbs like Kendrick Lamar for me. I could make a top ten list, and Freddie would have three albums in it. Uh, Pinata was the first one that him and Mad Lib did together. Um, I was a fan. Of, I'm a massive fan of Mad Lib, and was a massive fan of Freddie Gibbs separately before they came together. And it was a kind of an unexpected marriage between the two, and then they came together and made a phenomenal album. They have since made a second album, which is just as good, and some would say better. Uh, so Freddie Gibbs, Pinata, my song. I would recommend off that is deeper. Okay. Do you have a, how many? Really quick, how many honorable mentions did you say you had? Um, one, two, three, four. Jesus, like ten. Ten. Okay. Why don't you go ahead? Go ahead and throw one of those in right here. All right. So this is. I'm glad you're allowing me to do this. Thank you. So it's it's more R and B. It's actually all R and B album. Okay. But nobody, I would imagine, most people listening to this have not heard it. There was this rapper named Scene who used to make a lot of music with Blue, and that's how I heard about him. But he, I think he does acting now. But he tr- he did an R&B album with this lady named Danita, I believe that's how you say her name, D-E-N-I-T-I-A. So Danita and Scene, his and hers is the name of the project. And it's an R&B album that's like, uh, it's like very, it's not, so. it's like, it's not electropop. It's like hip-hop, electropop, and like airy stole it's just phenomenal and i always recommend this album like you're just meeting a girl and you guys are like in the phase where you're like trading music yeah yeah this is the gotcha. album his and hers um i don't know what song would i go with off that i guess um i would go with she's not uh, how to satisfy? How to satisfy? How to satisfy. Okay, I actually don't know this one, so I this is something for even me. I'll actually have to look this up as soon as we're done because now I'm a little bit intrigued. Uh, and I'm not the biggest like R and B guy, but this is like super groovy, um, upbeat. It's they both have very great voices, and it's just an interesting dynamic. I, I, let me, when you listen to it, l- let me know what you okay. think. Okay, to me, the greatest R and B group of all time is Boys to Men, and that'll never change. Uh, as for my next album, uh, there is one on this list that's, it's going to piss you off. I think for a little specific reason, I hope, I don't think you want to be legitimately mad, but I think you'll kind of roll your eyes a little bit. Cause I did cheat a little bit. Uh, Will Barton's no, album? Okay. <laughs> uh, it's a, it's an album that came out this year. Okay. Okay. Fine. I'm just making sure that's fine. Okay. But no, it's not this one. So this one, uh, is currents by Tame Impala. Uh, which I think is like, I think most people, if you've listened to it, you get to the end of it and it's just, it's magnificent. And I remember, and actually Omari didn't even think that Currents was Tame Impala's best record. Uh, James, I don't know if you're familiar with, with Tame Impala at all. I am. Um, and I agree with, I think Currents is the best album. So when the Slow Rush came out this year, I had high hopes because all the singles that came out, it was pointing to this album's going to blow Currents out of the water. And it, it didn't. Uh, and that kind of bummed me out. But Currents is like, uh, for me, all of these albums that I'm going to pick, I guess maybe with the exception of Yeezus, because that's not really what I make. All of the albums that I'm picking have like directly influenced whatever it is that I do like musically or just how I kind of am. And they've sort of like, cause I grew up in the 2010s, right? Cause you graduated in what? 2009 from high school. Yeah. 2010. 2010. Okay. Yeah. So like we grew up sort of in like different musical eras. So like you were kind of listening to like, the, like if you had a, 
if we were doing a 2000 to 2010 list, this might be even be a little bit harder for you, right? Oh, for sure. Like, yeah. And like, if we did like the nineties and I always hate when like people say like, when you're talking to like an older music fan, like for example, I love the roots and the fact that I just realized I didn't have a roots album on this. <laughs> I love the roots, but it's like, and I'll tell like an, an older person, like me and Rod will talk about it. like Rod, when me and Rod first met, he was like, absolutely shocked by like how much i love like 90s music. i'm like well i was born in 92 and my mom and dad are both they just turned 50 recently and like they had music all around the house like when snoop dogg and ice cube were popping like my parents i was born and my parents played it in the house right. like it it's not like that like that's what i consider like i grew up on like twista like my dad played twista like stuff like that yeah so like you have that influence like you are pretty well versed in like I guess music just in general, right? That's fair to say. I mean, I I I have gone out of my way to like my uncle's a DJ, um, and my dad like like I said had hundreds and thousands of, of CDs in the house, and like That's I'm right. a I love music, so like I'll and I I nobody knows this, so this is breaking news. I also like I make beats. Oh, so whoa, 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 yeah, whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa! Breaking news! Oh my gosh, yeah. I I don't, I don't put that out on. For the for the uh, the social media. Okay, I'll I'll keep that on the down low. That's just for people who listen to this podcast. Then, yeah. Okay. So like that, it's like, and I love sampling. So like that's taking me down. Like my second favorite genre of music is like Brazilian bossa nova. Gotcha. Like I love and jazz and like so you go down the rabbit hole just for making music and like I I just love jazz. So like you just go down the rabbit yeah. hole and where you can point to many people who your favorite artist now that whoever influenced them, you then who influenced them and you just go down the rabbit hole. So what do you do? What do you use like FL studio? What do you, what, what do you, what I use logic? Gotcha. That is fascinating. I, uh, wow. Okay. Um, so what was I on? Oh yeah. Uh, stuff one day. I'd like to hear your stuff. Yeah. I'll, I'll send you uh it's funny. I was actually listening to one of my tracks today. Came out like two years ago. I had a line where I said, catch a flight to Calabasas, all thanks to Trivago. Trivago <laughs> is a hotel booking. Yeah. Uh, I remember at the time I was like, cause that was, I was going through a phase where like, it's really, it's, it's a kind of a long story. So I'll just make it really short. So there was like this guy who I knew who was a rapper and he's like, get on this song with me. And I'm like, I don't rap. And he's like, well try. And I did. And people were like, that's good enough. So that's all that people would listen to from me. So I'm putting out tracks like that. And I, I hate it. Like, I'm not enjoying it at all, but it's getting attention. So yeah. I, I make this song. And to this day, it's actually my most played song. And I had that line. And I, as soon as I wrote it and recorded it, you know, I, I was like, my mind was blown. I was like, this bangs. I realized <laughs> immediately after I put it out that that's not like Trivago isn't a flight booking uh, thing. Right. So, yeah, that was pretty dumb. Um, no, but there's you can do a whole story. I'm like, I think Kanye has a couple lines where it's like they tried to do the references that don't make yeah. sense or they like misspelled something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I love it. So, yeah, uh, anyways, back back on track, currents, uh, sort of influences a little bit like what I do that sort of psychedelic rock. Um, it, it also Kevin Parker sort of became like the rap game's favorite band. I don't know if you've known. I, mean, I think Travis Scott, yeah. especially like even Rihanna on her most recent album had a Tame Impala cover and it wasn't even like she rearranged it or, or did anything different. It was just the vocals were eliminated and Rihanna just put her voice over it. It was the exact it was a one to one cover and it was amazing because it's Rihanna. 
but ooh, that would have been a good album to put on my i'll just say that i don't even remember what the name of it is rihanna's last album that was a great record that's an honorable mention for me but uh currents by tame impala the less i know the better uh slaps actually i just put up a video recently where i was dancing to that on a train um that so yeah you're gonna have to send that one you didn't see that I did not. I'll have to find Yeah, that. people were talking about how thick I was. It was making me really uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> okay, so yeah, that was my that was my second one. Uh, you have now your fifth and sixth. Yes. Again, no order. Um, so next one, Earl Sweatshirt. I don't like shit. I don't go outside. Um, I love Earl Sweatshirt. Uh, I think like his writing is impeccable and very few people write the way he does. I thought that album, which he produced all himself, was like him, like the first album, Doris, and then uh, the album he did that made him famous with Odd Future. Like that, was, like, that was him at the time, but, like, I felt like that was, like, this album, I don't like shit, I don't go outside, is, like, where he found his voice. Yeah. Um, and I always forget, now I have to recommend a song. Um, we'll say Grief. Grief is good. I like Wool. Um, and then the one with the... Uh, What's the one with the the skater? Um, is that is that Grown Ups? I don't. Boston. I, hold on. One I, I don't remember. Bad podcasting on my end. Um, it is called. I have it. It is loading. I have it. It is um, DNA with Nikhil. Gotcha. Okay. That's what I knew there was, um, yeah, then, I, I knew it was one of the features, and it was only four features, so I just picked one of them I didn't remember. No, that, but no, Grief was a great one. Um, and then Danny Brown, Triple X. Um, Danny Brown, Detroit rapper. You may know him now. He had a show on Vice. Um, that album, Triple X, it's a double meaning. He was, he kind of got into the rap game late, like at around 30 is when this, like, this was his, like, breakout album. So Triple X 30, and also he, battled i mean he sold drugs battled with drugs and this is just like the story of a guy from detroit um in his 30s like rapping about where he comes from yeah and I think danny brown is a phenomenal artist his third album uh atrocity exhibition would have been on here as well if i did two from an artist but triple x is the one that kind of opened the door for me so uh favorite track uh monopoly monopoly is a great one i love nosebleeds um yeah, Monopoly. Yeah, go go with Monopoly. We'll, I like we'll get there. Yeah, that's like easily. That's for me. That's it. Uh, that's like, I, admittedly, it's one of the. I, there's only like five or six tracks I can definitively remember off of that album, and yeah. Monopoly is one of them. So yeah, we'll just say that. Uh, go ahead and give Monopoly. me uh, another honorable mention. This one, and I, it should have been in my top ten, but I don't revisit it as much as I should, and I think I know why. Uh, and it, once I say it, you'll probably understand. Currency Pilot Talk. Um, is a phenomenal album, and I mean, Breakfast on that song or on that album, um, Audio Dope, King Kong. Uh, I can go down the list, uh, but yeah, Currency Pilot Talk. If people still, I'm sure people are still very much entrenched in, in Currency, who still puts out music at a rapid pace. But the Pilot Talk series are the ones, and Pilot Talk One set it off, and it's just a phenomenal. Uh, album if you are in specifically if you are uh, into the herb the herb and the finest of the finest of strength um, yeah it's a great album to relax to um, I don't really have Yeezus isn't really a good album for that I don't really know that there are many on my list that are 
Yeezus would probably freak me out, actually. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. Like, uh, I don't smoke anymore. I did my fair share um, in college, in my college days. And I think, what year did Yeezus come out? 2013. Yeah, so I was in college for that. And I think I remember needing that to be turned off. Yeah, that would just trip. Actually, I guess uh, any Tame Impala song, I guess, would be pretty good for that. Probably feel like you're dying. Yeah, we had, um, I guess I don't know if I should say this. More of maybe just a conversation when we're not live. Yeah, I probably shouldn't have just said what I just said, but it's okay. I'll just, I'll, I'll double down just so you're not alone. Uh, my girlfriend had uh, an edible, so we, never mind. It's, it, it sure. I, I was like, I was listening to something and I don't remember. Actually, there was one time where I was listening to, actually, never mind. I, you know what? I don't want to go down this rabbit hole. Never mind. Um, my fourth, this is, no, this is my third. This is my third. Okay, so this is the one that came out this year. Um, probably maybe the highest I've ever been on it. Well, that's not true because the uh, an album that's coming later on this list is the highest I've ever been on an album at its initial release. Uh, Phoebe Bridgers' Punisher. Punisher came out, what, last month? or Ju- No, I'm sorry, it was June. I always forget what month it is. Um, and it's sort of, I'm not a big like folk music guy, but it is a perfect blend of like this folk, sort of ambient and slightly indie uh, record where like front to back, you kind of get through it and you feel this nostalgia for things that maybe you've never actually even experienced before. And it's really like lighthearted and just really peaceful. And my favorite uh, track is called Halloween. And I actually tweeted this the other night and people were being jackasses about it. I tweeted, I hate living by the hospital the sirens go all night and people thought that I was actually saying that. No. Yeah. It's the opening lyric to one of my favorite songs. And, but it also kind of rings true because we live by two hospitals and uh, a fire department. So like we do have sirens going all the time. I was kind of like, Whoa, Phoebe, like, are you living my life? This is insane. And (laughs) I'm not a big, like acoustic guitar guy. If there's an acoustic guitar in a song, it kind of takes me out a little bit. I don't know why. I think it's a corny instrument and it kind of pisses me off. I'm with you. Um, But, you know, that's kind of, it's folk music. So that's kind of, you know, featured a lot. It influenced me. me Someone sent me a couple songs from this and told me, like a buddy of mine uh, who makes music sent me this and told me to check a couple songs out. And I actually, I I didn't listen to the whole thing, but like the songs I heard, I liked. It was rare very random it's 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 really peaceful it's here's here's how i can explain it it's really good cry music right if you if you're going <laughs> through something i'm dead serious man yeah, like this was it's probably like two weeks ago um uh, i'm an emotional guy i was walking around downtown and it's like 1 30 in the morning and b- banana's decision to be honest i mean for the most part what's that how close do you live to downtown chicago uh it probably takes like 20 minutes to get to like the water tower or, you know, like, okay. the, like Michigan Ave, you know how Michigan Ave is like yeah. the street probably takes me like 20, 30 minutes to get there. Okay. So I didn't, I, while I was down there, I was kind of like, I mean, it's safe at, it, it, on Michigan Ave. Nothing bad's going to happen. Well, a guy just got murdered there the other day, whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But normally. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. And I, I, I was just looping the album for like two hours. I was just walking around and um, really peaceful, really, really good record. Um, and it's, I've, I've been making a list of my top albums of the year and that's 
number one. It's not going to move. It's going to stay at number one. I don't care what comes out. Uh, Phoebe Bridger's Punisher. So now, James, you have, I believe, six and seven or no? Seven, seven and, and eight. eight. That's right. Um, all right. Kendrick Lamar to Pimple Butterfly. Uh, obviously, like we said, the start could have put all, all of his albums on this. Uh, again, I'm a massive jazz fan. The blend he did of jazz, funk, and everything on this was phenomenal. The risk he took for this to be a second album, uh, much appreciated. Yep. Um, and I'll go with Mama. It's my favorite song on there of, of a album songs that I listen to on regular rotation. Um, and then after that is his label mate buddy, Schoolboy Q with Blank Face. Yep. Um, I love Schoolboy Q, and I thought this album was a good mix of what people have come to love him for and a bit of, like, experimentation. Like, it was very uh, – it was hard, but it was – funky it was groovy um i thought the beats matched his crazy voice and crazy flow perfectly i thought he did a great job with this album from the features it was a long album and i was along for the ride every time I, i'm along for the ride every time i listen to it um tukey knows too is probably my favorite song on there um don't listen around your parents kids and yeah make sure you're uh your uh, phone volume is turned down if you're at work when you listen. You know, I actually I'm sure probably heard that album. I uh, well, Schoolboy Q, who, he has that song with Kanye. What is it called? That part, I think. Yeah, that's, not, that's on that album. Oh, is it? Okay, yeah, that's yeah. that song bangs. So I'll actually have to go through and play that album then. Uh, you bring up to Pimp a Butterfly. I got a text. This was July 26th. So this was literally just like a week and a half ago. Maybe well, it was like two weeks ago. I'm just going to read this verbatim. It's really funny. You can put it on your list. Not a surprise that you did, but uh, he goes, bro, I just listened to, to pimp a butterfly again and just cried at the end. What a whole ass masterpiece of a record. So definitely, I mean, everyone feels that way. And I, I, what I replied to him was I was like, it has to be at least a year since I've really gone through and front to back, listen to it. You know, like sometimes a track like King Kunta will come on. Of course I'm going to listen to that. Um, But yeah, now you bring it up again and people bring it up when I tweeted it the other day. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to have to go back and, and, and give that an actual playthrough. Um, so this is my fourth. So this one is uh, commercially, the band is very successful. They have a Grammy now. Um, I don't know what the connotation that comes with them is. I know some people tend to roll their eyes. Do you have that band or that artist that you are a day one? You've been following them since they were playing 300 people rooms. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I mean, I, this is going to sound like super cliche. Like, Kendrick's one of them for me. I saw him open for Wale uh, back in like 2009 oh, or 10. Like, I was, yeah, like, so like I was on like on the mixtapes. Freddie Gibbs is another one. I saw him at the Blind Pig in Ann Arbor. People are familiar. He, he opened for Big Crit. Um, so like, yeah, like there's a, there's a bunch, I mean, right. I could go on. So, yeah. so oh, you yeah. have those. So for me, that is 21 pilots and they had an album come out. Uh, what's that? My sister is obsessed with 21 pilots. Like, I think I bought her a 21 pilots record for her birthday within the last two years. So they had an album come out called vessel and that's my pick here. And that was my, I'm in high school. I'm sad all the time. This is the only music that makes me feel better. So the first time I ever saw 21 Pilots, uh, they were so small that they their tour wasn't even coming to Michigan. And um, 
old are you again? What's that? How I old am, are you again? I just turned 22. Okay, so you and my sister are okay. the same age. And I so I think, like, I kind of, like, remember this instance because I think she said the same thing. This was uh, 2014. So this was uh, March of 2014. They, the closest that they were was Indianapolis. And it was over my high school spring break. So me and my brother, my best friend, we all went down. We drove down to Indianapolis for a few days, saw them live. I think it was maybe like 500 people in that room. And then the most recent time that I've seen them uh, was at the, um, I almost said the Delta Plex, uh, Van Andel in Grand Rapids, right? So they're playing an arena. And um, so, yeah, I've seen them four times now. I've met Tyler, the lead singer. I have a really cool story. He actually, I made a song and tweeted it to him. And he liked the tweet. And I was like, bro what this is when he was super small so it was like whatever i'm when i met yeah. him like three months later i go hey dude like i don't know if you're gonna remember this i tweeted you a song like three months ago what did you think about it like do you remember that and he like kind of thought about it and he was like yeah. was it on uh youtube it was on a ukulele and both of those things were true and i was like yes and he's like, yeah, like I listened to that on the bus. Like, that was awesome. Blah, 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 blah. And I started like crying. I was like, dude, you're the reason that I made that song. Like, you're, I'm like, you're my life. And he's like, that's awesome, dude. And he shook my, he shook my hand. We hugged again. I walked away. I've never cried that hard in my life. Um, so yeah, Vessel was, um, man, that's a, that's, that's an album for me that there aren't many albums, even on this list that don't have any skips. But Vessel yeah. for me is one of those. My favorite song on there, probably semi-automatic, really good alternative stuff, sort of genre blending a little bit. Um, it's, it's, it's really fun because uh, the quote unquote rapping that he does, that's not like he's not doing it to rap. He's doing it just because he like he his art, his writing process is sort of like writing poems. And then he'll just sort of put that into a song structure and sometimes it's just too fast for him to sing it or there's too much so he'll just you know say it really fast and it always comes out really awesome um so yeah whenever i've heard, I've heard songs in passing like again from my sister and there's i mean it's not my cup of tea but there are songs that i like like it's very uh like the artistry in it like i'm a fan of it's just, again the, the sound the aesthetic of it right. for me but you can definitely like you can tell like the it's definitely thing. and they've taken some major leaps like their first album was again just sort of this alternative record pretty standard their second one was like this weird reggae pop which i didn't care much for but it was you know fine their most re what was that, that one the that was called one? blurry face that's the one i think i might have heard the oh most for sure of. that's the that's the album where they blew up and me being an angsty teenager i was furious i was pissed that they weren't my band anymore you know yeah. Um, I like yeah. my parents were so annoyed because every day I would just like talk a bunch of shit about them, like, oh, they're sellouts, blah blah blah. Um, so yeah, that was well, that was my fourth. So you are now on nine and ten. All right, so for nine, we'll get in the order. This is very, um, this isn't how do I it's, it's Rock Marciano, Rock Marciano, Rosebud's Revenge. So Long story short, Rock Marciano, Marciano, I don't know why I can't say Marciano, 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 Marciano. <laughs> very much like street rap, pimp rap, 
but it's not it's not like the it's not aggressive 808 uh like chicago drill or anything like that like this guy raps over like soul samples like no like his like his stuff since like 2012 has no drums right pretty much so pretty much just him he finds his own samples and loops them up soul samples and he just raps like very street pimp urban lifestyle rap over it and it's phenomenal um rosebud's revenge is my pick of many um that i could have chose from and the song that i would recommend from that is uh history or Dude, killing time. oh my god those were i was literally I, I didn't want to cut you off because i didn't want to be rude but i was literally going to yeah. say it's either history or it's killing time you're familiar yes. with rock marciano yes it's like he's like 40 like 45 and like he got into again he got he was with a group with buster rhymes back in the 90s then he went away for a little bit and then like 2010 he like re-emerged by himself with like this weird style that like if you're like a big into underground rap right now that a lot of guys are kind of copying where it's like people just rapping over kind of soul beats with no drums. And he kind of started that and he, he nobody does it 100%. better than he does. And he's, his lines are witty. Um, he's just a it, great rapper. And I, I just, I, I really want to stress how like my jaws on the floor. Those were literally the only two songs that I was going to say. And goodness gracious. <laughs> okay. So that was nine. So go ahead and actually, before we do 10, give me an honorable yeah. mention. Okay. Um, so I'm going to say this one because I think this guy is the greatest technical rapper. Like Andre 3000 to me is the best rapper of all time. But this guy, Elzai, I don't know if people are familiar. He's from Detroit. Um, he was in Slum Village. If people remember Slum Village, they had the song Selfish um, with I think Kanye West was on that back in like the late 2000s. Uh, but like the art of rapping and like syllables and flow and everything like that, this guy is the best. And he had an album called Lead Poison, which was like his, he hadn't had like a, he hadn't had an album in a few years. He was going through depression. Um, and yeah, like this is a guy that I went and saw like live. He had like 50 people at his shows and this is, he had like a gold record. Like he was went away for a long time. Um, and he hasn't dropped many solo albums since, but Lead Poison is the one that I would recommend from Elzai, who I think is the rat. He's your favorite rapper's favorite rapper, but the public doesn't gotcha. know him. So he's, yeah. Gotcha. So like you, you go ask Drake has a song with him and from when Drake, before Drake blew up in like 2008, the comeback season mixtape Elzai oh, wow. is on there. Yeah. So he has a song with Elzai, like El, your favorite yeah. rapper's favorite rapper. Okay. So that was an honorable mention, correct? Okay. Um, yes. Do you have? Well, we'll just do, we'll do more after you give your tenth one. So go ahead and give your tenth one. I would imagine most of the listeners of this are probably familiar with this one, um, if they weren't familiar with a few of the other ones. Vince yep. Staples, FM, is my favorite Vince Staples project, and that's yep. the most recent one. Um, just phenomenal. That dude is one hilarious. Two, just gets better every project and FM to me was like kind of the culmination of everything he does. Well, um, short, sweet to the point, abrasive, um, a good mix of car and, and, and party. And in terms of the instrumentation, like it, it can play in many different venues. Um, the song I would go with on there, either relay or don't get chipped. I mean, there's not a bad song. And again, I think it's only a 20, I was going to say it's album. only like 20 or so minutes. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
like you can play that through and go from the store and back home and, and you listen to it and I would imagine you walk away. You pretty, pretty much fine, it. right? Um, okay, so that was ten. After I give this, uh, I'll say some honorable mentions. I think I only have like one other one that I haven't already mentioned, and then I'll, and then I'll allow okay. you to give the rest of yours if you'd like. Yeah, no, and if you have more, like I'm, I'm here. I'm, I'm writing yours down. Ones that I haven't. So heard, this so. one is the one that I know nobody knows because right now she's my band. She's not really a band. She's just an individual artist. I apparently uh, have this soft spot in my heart for like British women who sing like, like who make like indie music and are really, I don't know. It, Cause it's all I listen to. Uh, but this is like the pinnacle of it. Have you ever gone into an album and you, you hardly even have expectations because you know, it's just going to be, I mean, track after track, it's going to be everything that you want. Yeah, for sure. Like there's certain artists, like, I mean, yeah, like I, we keep bringing up Kendrick, but like Kendrick put out, Kendrick can announce any album, and I'll, I, I, I know right. it will be good. So that is for me an artist called the Japanese House. Uh, I, okay. let me write. I kind of, I got onto her, so I went to see the 1975 play. Uh, this was probably about five years ago now, and it was one of the few instances where. I actually researched the opening bands because I wanted to enjoy that too. You know what I mean? I kind of wanted it to be, usually the openers come on and you're like, all right, like, come on. Um, I, I wanted right. to enjoy it. And one of the opening bands was the Japanese house and I had never heard of her before. So I I'm looking up her songs and I'm like, okay. And it was really funny because anytime I would watch their, well, her live videos, um, there was always a point in one of the songs that they were performing any song where they would mess up and they would have to start over. I don't know why it would always happen, but it would always happen with them. So I was just kind of said to my girlfriend, like, I kind of hope that happens. You know what I mean? Like, I, I just kind of hope they mess up. I hope I get to witness that in person. Sure enough, they take the stage and within 30 seconds, they messed up and had to start over again. And it made me so happy. But uh, since then uh, she's released what three EPs four in total and then last February, she released her first full-length album called Good at Falling. To me, Good at Falling. Let me, yep, to me it's, and I'll be honest, it may not be your thing. Uh, it's, I, oh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a sucker for the British voice, too, the pretty lady with the great. British voice. You're, you're, Georgia Smith. I don't know, you know how familiar people are with Georgia Smith, yep. but yeah, there's a bunch. Yeah, that, I'll, uh, I'll give you the bullet points as to what tracks you may, you may enjoy the most where her voice is like, quote-unquote, full-on display. She actually finally has a new song coming out next week. Her last one was in November, so I've been dying. I found that out yesterday. I was in a Barnes and Noble, and I saw she has a new track coming out next week. I almost started crying. Um, but it's it's called "Good at Falling," and I was listening to it earlier today, sort of prepping for this, just because I I kind of wanted to put myself back in that sort of mindset that I was in the first time I ever listened to it. Um, I guess the 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 main focus of the album is sort of a, a relationship that had just ended for her, and um, the I guess. Commercial, well, not commercially, but the the most played track off that album is a song called Lilo, where she's talking about basically the song is from the perspective of the woman that she is no longer with, um, and it's just the entire. I'm doing, I'm I'm butchering the explanation here because I'm just so excited that I finally get to talk about this album. Um, very ambient and very light. Uh, but then sometimes this like heavy, like heavy drums will just kick in. Like there's a song called something far too good to feel. Sometimes it feels like it's a, a soundtrack uh, to like a Disney movie. 
and then all of a sudden these drums just start they, they just come in and it's amazing uh these like cascading synths that blend really well um if i were to recommend anything to you i would probably say on that album wild is a really good song instrumentally one of my favorite songs i've ever heard in my life um but good at falling may be my favorite album of my life because wow. ever because it, it, well, yeah. it was one of those things where everything she was talking about and singing about, they were things that I was also going through at the time. That, that and it was true. wild. I'd never experienced something where it's like, this album was made for me. Um, right. And since then, you know, things are fine. But yeah, it was, it's great. Uh, Amber Bain, she is the, the singer. Uh, she's amazing. Um, as far as honorable mentions go, um, I don't know how many more I have. How many more do you have? One, two, three, four, like five or six that I don't. I don't need to. Okay, say give me all. your favorite two. <laughs> if you have um, to do three, that's okay. Flying Lotus, um, until the quiet okay. comes. So, Flying Lotus is a. Uh, Hip hop producer, but also a, I mean, he, he's not like your boom bap or your, your trap beat type of producer. Like he's very eccentric, eclectic. Um, he did a couple albums or a couple joints on To Pimp a, Butter, to Pimp a Butterfly. Um, yeah, Until the Quiet Comes is like a trip of many trips. Like it's very, it's airy, it's spacey. Um, he has Erica Badu on there. He has Thundercat on there. Is that the uh, record that has yeah. is that the one with getting there? Is getting there on there? That might be um let me check actually. Is that getting there? That might be on your okay. dead. Yeah, the song with like if people have not heard of Flying Lotus at all, but are like in the rap, like he has a song with Kendrick Lamar on Your Dead called um uh Never Catch Me which I would highly recommend. Like, it's a beautiful song. Gotcha. Phenomenal. Um, what was the name of the song? Getting There. Again? I swear it's in within the first, like, three or four tracks of... Yeah, I think Getting There is on Until yeah. the Quiet Comes. It is... Nice. Yes, it's the second nice. song. Yes. Yeah. See Through to You with Erica Badu is my favorite. I would recommend that. But also DMT song with Thundercat is phenomenal as well. I mean, it's Tom York on there. Uh, yeah, it's like... I Flying Lotus is great background music. If you're just, it's a beautiful day, you're drinking, you're hanging out with friends and you don't want to like focus on the music, like you don't want to focus on words too much. You just kind of want to vibe out flying. Absolutely. Uh, Give, give me, um, give me, you know what? Give me two more. Give me, give me two more. Another producer I'm going to go, Knowledge, if people are familiar, he did also did some stuff. He did Mama on, um, Pimple Butterfly. He has an album with Anderson Pac. Yes, Lord. He did. He was a producer on that. Um, and what else has he done? Like streamish wise, uh, nothing that comes to mind right now. But this guy, like on his Bandcamp, has over like hundreds of beat tapes. They're all like a minute long. Um, it's very, again, kind of like Flying Lotus, but a little more jazzy, eclectic, lo-fi, um, and the album i'm going to recommend because it's actually like obtainable like the other like i like i said he has a bunch of beat tapes that you'd have to like 
I don't want you yeah. to get a virus. <laughs> trying to, um, um, it's called Hood Dreams, H-U-D-D-R-E-E-M-S. Um, it's like 25 songs, all beats, like a minute, two minutes long. If you're working, studying, I highly recommend when, uh, it. When are we going to get that James Edwards the third beat tape? Oh, I have a, there's a few in the stash. Yeah, I mean, there's there's, there's a few in the stash. I'll, I'll send. We'll, uh, yeah, I was we'll going to say, we'll, 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 we'll do that after this. Yeah, go, okay, so go ahead and give me, because you have, what, probably three or four more honorable mentions left. Give me your best one. Okay, so I'm going to pick this one because of, like, it's not my favorite of the ones left. Um I'm just gonna kind of say the yeah, other I was three really say, quick. You know what? There's so few left to just not say two of them would be kind of annoying. So yeah, go ahead and say them. All right. So I'm gonna and then I'm gonna expound on the, the last one is the one I'm gonna pick and I'll expound on. It. So your old Droog jewelry. I lied. I'm gonna expound on this really quick. <laughs> your old Droog came out in like the 2010s, and if people remember, you can find stories on like Pitchfork. People thought he was Nas, uh, like a like Nas's like side project because your old Droog means your old friend in like Russian or something like that. So they thought it was Nas. He does a sh- his first show. He comes out and he's like this. He's from New York, but he's like, you, you go oh. uh, But he's like New York. Like he sounds like he's from New York, but he's just a phenomenal rapper. Funny. Uh, great. Your old Drew jewelry just came out. I think a year ago, Benny, the butcher, Tana talk three if people listen to Griselda who kind of like taken over the underground as of late. Benny, the butcher, Tana talk three was phenomenal. Boldy James, my first chemistry set. Boldy James is from Detroit. Uh, very grimy rapper. Uh, this one was produced by Alchemist. That's why it's called my first chemistry set. Phenomenal. And then the one is Joey Badass, nineteen ninety-nine. Um, where it came out of nowhere for me. I was in college, I think, at the time. I think there was that two thousand and ten for that album, or two thousand somewhere between two thousand and ten and fourteen when I was in college. Just rap seemed like it was going in like a a very weird place, and like all the young rappers coming out at the time weren't like the most lyrical and you didn't like, I love the nineties rap, like mob beat, like I said, uh, the roots, uh, like I can go on and on. Uh, and I hate calling those guys nineties raps cause they made great music after the nineties, but Joey badass was like this 18 year old kid. And I'm sure people know Joey badass is, but just like rhymes, like he's fucking like was born, like was a grown man in the nineties. And like the beats are like, it just, it was, it was, a flashback to the '90s without being like a flashback to the, with, with still while still selling stuff. I don't even new. think wasn't he? Uh, I don't mean to cut you off. You said he. Was, I swear to God, he was. I'm pretty sure 17 when that came out. Yeah, like he was like 17 or 18 yeah. when that came out, and it was just to hear like a young guy rap like that. Like it would, you'd have to go back right. many years. Um, and that album, like we banged the shit yeah. out of that album in college. Like that was the that was the you know. You talk about rappers who like maybe aren't very lyrical and they just kind of come and go. Do you ever just kind of miss Fetty Wap a little bit? That's Lil B. Really? I love Lil B. One time, you know, I had to unfollow him. Oh, yeah. I I still follow him because it's funny when I see like the girls that are like right Lil B on the Well, that's why I was just kind of like, all right, like. It's it's weird, but it's good for him. Funny moment. Yeah. Today. Um, do you know anything about Rich Brian? You know about Rich Brian? Yeah, Rich yeah, Chigga, He had right? to stop calling himself that though because it was problematic. Um, yeah. His song. Uh, what's the song that he did that Ghostface did on the thick. remix of Ghost? Oh my gosh, that song is that's my thick. shit. 
uh actually the same friend that i that i was talking about uh that texted me about to pimp a butterfly he was the one and what death stick came out four years ago so it was about four years ago he's like i this he sent me the link to the video he's like this isn't a joke please watch this video and i was like okay and i was like hold on wait a second and yeah no that song's amazing now since then i don't really mess with anything that he puts out because it's I don't know. It's it, it's great. Like he's actually trying now and he's like finding his own sound and you know, he's, he is making good music. It's just kind of like, I liked it more when it was sort of this ironic joke a little bit, you know, right. it was, I, I just, I thought it was more fun. Uh, yeah. Rich Brian is amazing. Did you ever, so did you see it, it, it this ties into how Ghostface got on the remix. Did you ever see the video of the, the rappers reaction, reacting yeah, to with that? like, and like Ghostface is on the yeah. end, like that's hot. Yeah. I get on. The dude's like, he's like, yeah, send that through. Send he, it was, was like his bad. manager that was there. Like Flatbush Zombies was there. Twenty One Savage was there. I think yep. Tory Lanez. Yeah. No, that was that video is uh, that video is legendary. And I remember he actually ended up having a song with Twenty One Savage called Crisis that came out, I believe, the following year. Um, really? It, okay. It, that's that beat is hard. It, it's it's mind blowing. Yeah, that um, beat is hard. He, I'm not gonna hate on. Him. I'm like. I, it's it's gimmicky, but dude could rap. Hundred percent. Like it's he wrote the raps. Yeah, like he wasn't. He wasn't there trash. was. Uh, it was also difficult for me to not put Astro World on this list. You want to talk about an honorable mention? Uh, happy yeah. belated birthday to Astro World. Um, and I agree with you that um, again, I'm not. I'm not the biggest Travis Scott fan, but uh, what's coffee, coffee beans, beans is the best dude? Song. It's not close. No, that's the best. And song there's ever. one song that I have, I'll actually send it to you um, that, well, there's one lyric in there that might confuse you a little bit, but you'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Um, okay. I made it because of coffee bean. It was the only thing that okay. I was listening to. And it was, it's like a super minimalistic version of coffee bean, but that's kind of what I was going for. It's so hard. Yeah. And Travis won't play that song live and it pisses me off. No, he, he hasn't played it once. He's got too many bangers at this point that I'm sure that that's down the list because it's not like a no, banger. not at all. It, it, it's a it's a great car song and headphone song, but it's not like necessarily like a stadium song. I, I could see that. That's personally my favorite song, like yours. Uh, but that that's surprising, it's, I guess, because I know a lot of people that do. It's like a that great song. closer. Um, it's almost ambiguous because nobody knows who it's about, and everyone yeah. you would assume it's about Kylie. It's not. Um, yeah. That's, I mean, that's that album is amazing. I remember the Frank Ocean feature the first time I heard it because he did the not listing the features thing, which I admittedly kind of love when people do that. As a consumer, yeah, if I was the artist, I'd probably be pissed. I guess, but usually the people who aren't listed, it's like you know the second you hear them. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I'm one of those guys like. Lupe Fiasco does a good job of it. Where like even if it's just the vocalist in the song, like there's a lot of people that just won't put it and they paid the person and like if you read the the liner notes, if you still right. get physical right. like I still get physical copies right. of albums. Like then you can find it. But like some of these people like need their shots and like aren't gonna do the work to find out who that For person sure. is. But like, yes, in the case of Travis Scott, when you hear Drake coming on Or like, the weekend or like, or you know. They don't need that extra. Um, right? James Blake, totally blanking on what the name of his album was. Um, is that what it was? 
with life around here. Hold on, give me this is again. This is this is bad radio, James. I got that album on wax. That's I love James Blake, and he has like a new commercial that plays every thirty seconds when the NBA yeah. Goes but that commercial. song is amazing. Are you even real? Oh my god, that song is amazing. Yeah. Okay. Assume form. Okay, that's another. No, Assume that's a good album. form is that was another album where like I'll come to was a song that uh, I was playing a lot when I was moving to Chicago. Um, okay. Cause we were actually weighing our options almost, almost came to New York, but yeah, like mile high, boom, that's a banger right there. I'll come to is probably, and where's the catch Andre 3000. There you go. Um, great record. The other album that I, I, I did want to put on here. Um, I really do like, if you're reading this, it's too late. I don't hate it. Yeah. I'm not like, I wouldn't, that's not my favorite. Drake it's just, album, but I've, it's I've, just yeah. not a, a decade album. You know what I mean? Like if we were doing the best albums of 2015. Yeah, I think some, I mean, Drake's fan base is like, there are a lot of people that for me, and I'm one of those guys, like I, I know Drake can rap. Like I know Drake can rap. And like with all the ghostwriting stuff with that album, like, so like, it doesn't, bother me like i know drake can actually right. like rap and write smoke raps like that album was a specific thing my favorite drake though like and i i love more life i love like the caribbean yeah. stuff like i love see that's just, yeah like i get it like some people don't like i love that stuff um and that album has a lot of it a lot and of it that's just it, the album yeah but there's like some sprinkled in like the first free song smoke, what is smoke. it uh, yeah that, yeah like free smoke and then my least favorite like the one with kanye might be the worst oh uh glow I yeah I, here's song, what i'll so say I, I i made that noise more life grew on me a lot and i did really come to appreciate the sort of caribbean uh influences on this record specifically and that is it um blem is yeah. amazing I don't know how to pronounce it. I don't want to blow it. Is it Madiba Rhythm? I believe that's the name of the song. Yeah. Great like song. Um, Passion Fruit. What? I don't. I love Passion Fruit. I'm, I'm that guy. I'm sorry. <sighs> yeah. It's. No, I get it. And I then, get well, it. then there's like Can't Have Everything, um, which he just like it bars. Actually, we want to talk about bars. Like the ultimate Instagram caption of all time. Just going back to watch the throne, photo shoot fresh. I'm looking like wealth. I'm about to call the paparazzi on myself. Are you kidding me? Yeah, that was that was that was typed out on Instagrams across the across the Bars. world uh, in 2011. Um, after that, the only honorable mention I guess that I have on here, and there's definitely some things that I'm forgetting. Uh, after I say this, I do have one final question for you. Two final questions for yeah. you. So it's an album called uh, I Like It When You Sleep For You Are So Beautiful Yet So Unaware Of It by the 1975. I was going through a really interesting phase that I should not talk about on here. Uh, not because I did anything bad, just because. Yeah, um, people who know me know what that phase was like. People who knew me in high school and they saw what I was wearing to school. They know what that phase was like for me. Um, really good okay. stuff. Really like hard hitting opening track uh technically opening track called love me um a change of heart is just this really minimalist instrumental with this really uh whirly synth sort of acting as the chorus and it's it's great front to back the album is amazing there's a song on there called somebody else that i'm sure you've even maybe heard in arenas somewhere 
Um, which actually leads me into one of my final two questions. I believe I know the answer to this. Um, okay. cause you guys say it every time you go to this arena. So I'm going to throw out a guess cause I don't totally remember. Is yeah. it Memphis that has the best arena music? You, damn it, I knew it was either Memphis or Utah. Cause yeah. I was thinking Memphis, but then I was like, isn't it like Utah just cause it's random. Like why would it be Utah, but it's actually the jazz. Right. So it is them. They're DJ plays like again it's it's what your taste is but me and rod both love 90s rap and he will he will play like from mob deep to the far side to biggie to like he'll throw in uh most deaf and talib like there's like it's just the most yeah. shocking thing <laughs> you look around the crowd and it's like oh yeah what i don't know how many people in here know the song uh, any far side album, like, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? but it's been- um, second question is I guess it's a two part because I have to ask this first. Because if you haven't, then I can't ask the second one. Have you heard Lonzo rap, Lonzo Ball? I think I heard a song when it came out, okay. Yeah. So you haven't like really dove into his discography? Nah, I can't do it. I, I, let me tell you, man, doesn't he use auto tune? Well, who doesn't? Well, that well, so that's where like. I, I hate to be like the snobby guy. I'm not an auto-tune guy. Like, because, like, obviously there's certain, I'm talking about like, oh, I'm going to get killed. Um, so, so 808. Okay. 808's in Heartbreak. We'll use that oh, as boy. an example. People can love it. Oh. And I understand it and, and I get it. My issue is if you can't sing, don't sing. Like, because the auto-tune is just like, it's like steroids. It's Mark yeah, McGuire. But everybody loves home runs. Everybody likes home runs. Exactly. So I understand why people like it. I personally would just rather listen to somebody that can sing. So here's my thing. Uh, and it's this actually is directly influenced from the Japanese house, what we mentioned earlier. I think mm-hmm. it's different when it's rap and when it's indie yeah. or, or whatever you're making. It's different. 100%. So 100%. with the music that I make, um, and then a lot of the music that I listen to, because here's the thing. I listened to all the albums that you were talking about. I sort of receive them differently than how I receive the albums that I listen to, where emotionally, I'm not looking to listen to like YBN Corday or anything, which right. oh, shout out to the lost boy. Cause that was a great record. Um, but you know what I mean? Yeah, no. Like I'm listening. I want cry music. You know what I mean? So I, that resonates with me yeah, more. Yeah, right. Sure. So I think using your voice as a, an extension of the song as an instrument uh, is is really fun. So when you're sort of putting these effects over your voice, to me, it's just an, an expression of the art itself. Not so much like a I'm doing this because I can't sing. I'm doing this because I think it adds to the feel of the song. Do you know what I mean? Fair. No, that's fair. And I that that thinking when I when I do ponder that and I you just lay it out like that like I I I don't hate it naturally for naturally for me anyway like I just like raps ra- like I like raps raps so like that's that music but that's not true because I love Eric Badu I love Sade Andre 3000 on the Love Below Fonte from Little Brother like these are some of my favorite artists who also sing but they sing um, most deaf like sing I just. Um, 
I guess that for me and Kanye, it goes back to my issues with Kanye that stem from his fans. And I don't want to get into it because people, all of my close friends love Kanye. Gotcha. I know you love Kanye. I just have him being crowned. I hate artists. I know no, I'm going okay. on super tangent. I hate, I don't hate. That's a strong word. I dislike when artists stray away from why people like them. So, so many of my favorite artists are people who kind of stuck to the script and like they do, they do what got them there and they stick with it. And when you're in that mood, you go to that artist. And that's why having so many different artists is great because if you're in a different mood, you go to a different that's artist. That's fair. Uh, with Kanye, he just went too far from why we loved him and everybody praised like for example, 808s again. Like people are people say that like that was the first thing. Like people sung a rapper singing the way it is. But like if you listen to Speaker Box Love Below, Andre 3000's whole half of that album is him pretty much singing, and that came out yeah. ten years earlier. And it's like people Yeezus, great album for the mainstream rap and nobody heard anything like that. But like, there's like, I don't know if people are familiar, and I don't listen to these guys. Uh, it's just, it's not for me. But um, what are the guys? Uh, Death Grips. Are you familiar I with Death Grips? That's it, though. Okay, so it's that's very like he was. They were doing that before, kind of Jesus, and it was like this abrasive, almost like heavy metal type gotcha. raps. And I, the fans of Kanye, just kind of put him on this pedestal that we definitely see now where it's like he has this massive head and he thinks he can just do anything and put out anything, like the Poopity Scoop right. song. Yeah, Fire. which is a and great it, it, instrumental, uh, by the way. Uh, yeah, and all these, like yeah, The and all story this, behind yeah. that, where Drake was writing for the song, and then, like, Kanye just pulled the okey-doke and, like, dropped that. Instead. I don't know if you know the story that I'm talking about. Well, yeah, there's... They, I mean... That's part of like when Drake throws shots yeah. at Kanye and pushes deal. Therefore, that's all. Do you remember? Right? Here's what we're gonna close on. Okay. Do you remember when Mercy dropped and the world changed? Yeah, that's all. Dude, I love those. Right? <laughs> I miss those Good Fridays, man. I miss that those. Was like. Was that on a Good Friday? Uh, I don't remember that. No, it couldn't have been. I don't think okay. so. Um, I just remember right. being. It was my freshman year. I was at football practice, and that's all that we were like anybody was listening to was that song. Like when we got back in the locker room, that was the only thing that was playing that track. And then that, and then uh, Trap Queen also took over my school. And now my brother gets like PTSD every time he hears it because he was on spring break in uh, somewhere in Florida. I don't know where kids go to spring break. And like that's all that was playing. So now if he hears it, he has like a perpetual hangover. Um, and it's, it's pretty funny, but yeah, I miss Fetty Wap. I also miss uh, Designer as well. Dude, Timmy, Timmy, Timmy. Oh Tana. man, like it's it's was, insane. Yeah. Also, okay, last last thing. Life of Pablo. You listen to it, and every time you listen to it, yeah. you're like, "This isn't bad." Okay, so what I will say is, with that, I think Kanye. I don't. Per- particularly love Kanye as a rapper like and this isn't like a new thing like this has been for a while like I think I'm gonna be honest Kanye has four classic yeah. albums 
this is coming from somebody who doesn't call themselves a Kanye fan. In my opinion, that's the first three and my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. There are some that would say 808s and some that would say Jesus. Like it depends on who you ask or whatever. Um, but when it comes to Life of Pablo, I thought the production was great. But like the bleached asshole <laughs> line is just so cringy. And like the rapping on that is so Ooh. cringy until he gets on the phone yeah. with Kendrick and he asked Yes. But like even I got the thing that pisses me off about this that album to this day is the beat to um is it chap what's the song is it, it has a six in it is it chapter uh with the violin oh um hold on I'm looking it up right now that beat is so hard and he just spent the whole song like making screeching noises what is the name of that beat. Uh, okay, freestyle four has to be that. When you said six, I was really thrown off. I was confused. Can I? Hold on, let me play it okay. very quietly. Well, I'm, while you're you while do. you're looking that up, um, fade. I was really happy that like because so that was around the time that like. <laughs> no, it's Sorry. okay. Yes, that is was a freestyle four. Yeah, that yes. beat is insane, and he's just making yeah. Um. So when this when this album came out, it was around the time that I was convinced that Post Malone was a White Iverson like one hit wonder, whatever, go away, good song, but stop. Now Post Malone's like pretty cool. Um, yeah, I was really happy that he was on that song because his part in Fade is really good. Um, Very good. Other than that, I mean, FML, one of my favorite Kanye songs ever. Thirty Hours, great. Uh, no more parties in LA, yes. phenomenal. And people that goes back to Mad Lib. Madlib yep. did that beat. Uh, the the yep. album with Freddie Gibbs. And phenomenal albums, multiple jazz albums. Product like you can, I would recommend that rabbit hole for people who haven't done it. But even the Father Stretch My Hands yep. beat, like production wise, this album is great. But I just sometimes he just kind of pisses away just because people are like, "Oh, it's Kanye, man! Like he's so funny." That's where my issue lies. Like I feel like he half asses the music. Because he knows he can. And he can, is the thing. And he can. And and it's like, I know what you at your best sounds like. Like, we heard it for four albums. Like, don't try to, like, put a... Don't pull the rope yeah. dope on me and, like, act like, because the music is phenomenal that, like, you don't have to, like, do your part vocally. And, like, I just feel like he's... 100%. And, it hurts 100%. The and then, okay, last, last thing. This is it, okay? This is it. No, I, I got I got another 15, 20. 20? Okay. You, we'll just keep yeah. going. And if we run out, we'll stop. Okay. I remember when facts came out and it was like the response to jump man. Remember that where he was just, yeah. just talking about yeah. Adidas the whole time. And I was like, this stinks. I listened to the album probably like a month ago, not front to back, but like I, I listened to, I think I maybe skipped like two or three tracks. So pretty much the whole thing. Right. Like I skipped, I love Kanye. Yeah. Cause I don't need to listen to that. Um, facts is pretty good. I don't know. That's a good song, and that came out didn't that leak yeah, before I, the I album? Like, I know Wolves did too. I know some of these were out beforehand, and yeah, facts. I don't even know if it leaked. I'm pretty sure he just put it out. Yeah. Um. So okay. that was that. great. Um. Yeah. Otherwise, it's it's really not bad. And then you look at you look at Yay, or I'm sorry, not Yay. Um.
what's the name of his most recent album? It's making me so mad. Oh, I'm bipolar. I can't go outside. I don't know, something like that, right? I shouldn't I'm, know. I shouldn't Jesus is King. I'm um, so dumb. It's Jesus is King. Oh, yeah. Jesus is King. What's the one before well, that? It's called Yay, one, but the cover of the album is I Hate Being Bipolar. It's awesome. So, oh, yeah. Actually, which is kind of, which that's kind of a fire. That I'm not going to, like, I don't hate to hate. Like, that's kind of fire. I hate my, being bipolar. Bipolar is awesome. That's yeah. I mean, it was a fine album. Yeah. Um, i I didn't like that. I didn't care for the album, but I like that reference. That's really all I could is. say is that it was fine because it was uh, Kid See Ghost was not even marginally. It was vastly better than that. And my, my brother and I were yeah. talking today. I said, you know, if Watch the Throne released today, it's going to be the same album. He goes, well, people may not be as interested. And I was like, are you kidding me? I was like, yeah, I, I was like, Matthew, just because Kanye feel the way people feel the way about Kanye that they do now, that rather than how they did in 2011, like you realize people felt the same way about him when Kid C Ghost came out. And that was Kid Cudi, not Jay-Z. And right. this wasn't like people were feeling this way about Kanye the same way when Kid C Ghost came out, because it was during that month and a half span that he produces uh, Push's album, Tiana Taylor's album, puts out his own album and does the collab with Kid Cudi. And through all of that, he had like the TMZ meltdown where he's in their office. He said the thing about slavery. He's saying all this stuff. Like people were just as pissed at him then as they are right. now. And Kid See Ghost was one of the best projects of the year. You know what I mean? So yeah, no, there was uh, like, so here's a little fun fact about me. If a rapper ever drops a bar about Lacoste, I'm my, <laughs> I, I don't know what it is, but my mind is blown. So uh, imagine my surprise when I was walking home from work one day, what, two years ago now, the day this came out, and I, Fourth Dimension comes on. And he says, feel so good it should cost. Bought our alligator. I ain't talking the cost. I stopped walking and, like, paused, my, paused the song and, like, took my headphones out and, like, sat down. Um, yeah. it, no, I'm, all for a, I'm, good, I'm here for a good look. And then Drake had one where it's literally just polo used to be Lacoste. He's right. It's yeah. He's that he's yeah. he's correct. Um, so yeah, anytime if you ever hear a track and someone mentions Lacoste, please send it to me. I don't know why it just it really does it for me. Are you a are you a Cuddy guy? I was actually a funny story. I was just about to ask you a question about Cuddy because uh, there is an age difference between us. Six years. You're 22. I'm 28. So six years. So Cuddy was high school. When did the when did the first Man on the Moon came out in two thousand and nine? That's right when I got my car. Okay, so that was like I hate going on long spiels. You got time? Um, I got time. It's the only way to like. So that era, I don't know if, if how the listeners uh, their age range whatever, but that era was like blog rap. So they say like fourteen, fifteen is like when you kind of find your own like musical, like you find what you like, you kind of separate from your parents. And that like happened to me to an extent, like where I went on my own and like there was rap blogs dominated, like two dope boys, um, all hip hop, hip hop DX. Like this is how you right. found your music. And so Kid Cudi was on the XXL freshman list mm -hmm. that year. Uh, cover. So it was him, like this, him, B.O.B., Asher Roth, Charles Hamilton, who I love to this day. I still love Charles Hamilton. Uh, Blue, who I've, said is like my favorite rapper and dropped my favorite album. He was on there. Currency, Mickey Facts, at, I said Asher Roth, uh, 
who else was on that? So like all everybody from that cover, like I'm 15, 16, and like it's all different types of rappers and like sounds and like I loved all of them. Corey Guns, all of them. And I was a massive Cuddy fan. Like, I mean, day and night, like who didn't love day yeah. and night? Like if you don't love day and night, you yeah. don't have a soul. Um, and then even the second album, like this is the end with Chip the Ripper and Chuck English and those guys. But then it was like I think I got to college. I started to get into like more like rapid, like Sean Price and like rapidy rap type stuff. And I just, I don't know what it is. And like, I still like that, but I just didn't go back to it as much. Um, I think around that time too, like I started to get into like jazz heavy and like bossa nova and like finding the samples to the like boom bap rap I like. And it like kind of took me away from, the Cuddy era, but like, so like, where was, I wanted to ask you, like, you were probably in middle school when Cuddy came out. 2009, I was in sixth grade. So like, yeah, so like, you like day and night, but like, you're, I would imagine sixth grade, you're not begging your mom to take you to Walmart to go get. Yeah, no, I know. I think my real introduction to Cuddy was not too short after that, Uh, too short after it came out. Um, I remember listening to Up, Up and Away quite often um another one was uh speaking of kanye erase me like i didn't you know go through middle school religiously listening to cuddy but it wasn't infrequent that he would come on in whatever capacity um my brother that's like like cuddy is his guy like he to this day is obsessed with him um and your brother my brother is he's only two years older than me he just turned or no not anymore wait how old is he he's 23 he just turned 23 um, I have a okay. sister that's your age, so maybe that's I don't know if for some reason that's what you think. But yeah, my brother is—he's uh, only a year older than me. Oh yeah, and also, uh, you guys are going to become friends. So thanks for that again. Yeah, we're supposed to—we're supposed to. Yeah, uh, thank you again for that. Anyways, um, Kid Cudi was like—I guess I don't really know how to describe it. He wasn't a major part of like my childhood, but I, I guess he is kind of one of the first. I guess rappers or you know artists in that sort of paradigm that i that i began to listen to um i think the first real rap album that i played front to back was probably mm-hmm. yeezus and again that was 2013 so yeah i was going into my sophomore year um so that was okay. kind of high school college I, well, I remember i didn't go to college i dropped out of high school oh, yeah, yeah. High school. Holy, this came out when you were soft, dude. Don't make me feel old. Like, if you're gonna make me feel old, like, do it at the top of the podcast. Well, I told you, I said that at the at the beginning. I said it was between my freshman and sophomore year. Yeah, you're right. Just like, just like how Shoot. I said on multiple occasions that we were listing our five favorite albums. And you were like, <laughs> wait, we're not doing ten. I was like, no. I just always thought ten was the definitive because ten's hard enough. And yeah, yeah. no, Cuddy has followed a lot of styles. I'll say that. Are you? I respect Cuddy. A lot of people who make music today are spawns, are, are seeds of Who is the best uh, Migo? You know what album I like listened to that I didn't like? I listened to because my buddy was playing it in What's the car. Uh, Offset. There it is. One. That's the correct answer. Like, and like, he kind of had some like surprising bars. Like, they were like, like the greatest like pen in the world, but like wow. I was surprised by like how he was rapping on some of it. And I, I enjoyed that album. I haven't listened to it since, but like if somebody turned it on, I wouldn't exactly. turn it off. He bangs. And I is yeah. do you consider Cardi a guilty Cardi B, not Playboy Cardi, he sucks. 
Do you consider Cardi B uh, a guilty pleasure, or are you just not in and on that at all? I like. Is that so? This like a whole nother thing. I like Cardi B's. If I didn't know that somebody else writes Cardi B's raps, I would love Cardi B. Being the hip hop nerd and purist, I'm like, if you rap, you need to write your own raps. So they're like. It takes a knock down for me for her, but I enjoy her music. I enjoy, like, she raps hard. She has, like, it's not like a, like, when you hear most, uh, I shouldn't say that. She just raps, like, she's very, like, hardcore. Like, she has hardcore raps. Like, I enjoy that. Uh, and I like her beat selection. I, obviously, she just doesn't write a rap. So it's like, I respect her and I can enjoy her music. I don't, I would never put her in, like, a, she's not, like, in a top 10 top 100 oh, she won a, I mean she won a Grammy I mean it was also yeah. over Astro World which pissed me off uh, yeah I um, can shout out to Cardi B and Meg the stallion um yes I, I haven't I, I haven't watched the video I don't know if I will it's a good song though I recommend the video <laughs> um okay this is the last last question because I know you got to get going here in just a second okay uh, Jaden's. Before you okay. before you ask it, can we just in case people are about to tune out, can we just of the list that we did, let's recommend three that like they might not go and listen to everything, but three you really want from your list and my list that you really want somebody to go listen to if they might albums, not, not tracks, correct? Okay. Yes. Albums. Uh, go ahead and give your three. Okay, I'll go first. So I really, if you're into like. Hip hop, R and B, and electro pop on a very like subdued level. Danita and Scene, D E N I T I A, and Scene, S E N E, his and hers, is the name of the project. Phenomenal, I think. Like I said, I've recommended it. I have a girlfriend now, three years, but every girlfriend I've had over the last seven years, this was the album I like pushed on them first. She's not. She thinks she's special. She's not. Um, <laughs> Why would you say that? Okay. Um, blue flowers. I can still smell them. Summer. Summertime. Driving around. Beautiful production. He's a phenomenal rapper. Beautiful production. Um, it's just a great album. Blue. Give me my flowers while I can still smell them. And then, if you're into a little more grimy stuff, and you're from Michigan or the Midwest. And you haven't really dove into Danny Brown, Triple X, I would recommend that. So I would love to sit here and be like, you should listen to Yeezus. Everyone has listened to Yeezus. So I'm not going right. to say that. I guess I'll just say the three, maybe, I don't want to say lesser known because I have three very commercially successful albums on here. Um, first one, I'll say, you know, I know people kind of have their stigmas a little bit about 21 Pilots. People just assume their fans are weird, and we are, but um and just yeah. like sad kids and it's like yeah pretty much um there's a stigma 100 percent. yeah 100 uh there was one show that they did they opened for panic and fallout boy are you kidding me Be the greatest show of all time this was years <laughs> ago when they were nothing but anyways uh i'll say vessel by 21 pilots kind of takes you on this genre trip you're not really going to know what you're going to be listening to until the track happens and it's it's really interesting it's really fun uh definitely molded me into the person that i am and is honestly one of the albums that I can definitively say, like, it's the reason that I'm here. Like, it was a lifesaver for me. Um, the other one I'm going to say is, again, Good at Falling by the Japanese House. Um, borderline. 
listen to. I'm going to listen to that on my it's, way to get food. It's quite good. Uh, if you want, I can just send you like the individual tracks I want you to listen to just so you kind of have a better feel for what it is. Um, okay. Uh, then the third one, it's either Currents or Punisher. I'm going to say Punisher. Well, no, nah, Currents is a, bit, a little bit more of a fun trip by Tame Impala. If I know, again, Tame Impala, is, he's by no stretch of the imagination not popular. Um, Currents is by my best approximation probably in the top five albums uh, of my life. I like Currents. That's Like I told you, that's my favorite. Currents is great. Those are my three. And then the question that I want to ask you. Yeah. Jaden Smith. Yes or no? Not for me. Um, but like I like I like I'm not gonna like ignore like his ability. Yeah. Like like for example, like Logic can rap as a as a uh, another mixed yeah. person. I don't know if Logic properly represents uh, <laughs> the forest. He, he's a little corny for me, but I can acknowledge that Logic can rap. Um, Jaden Smith, I've heard stuff where like, oh, he yes. can rap. And it's just, I feel like I'm a little too old for Jaden Smith, if that's not, like, too just dis- like... No, I mean, that's say. fair. And admittedly, I think he's... Listen, I think he's really entertaining. He's But he's really corny. He's talented and, But then that's just it, man. You listen to his last album, Iris, which is, I really enjoy it, but I recognize it for what it is. It sounds like a bunch of Astro World throwaways, and nothing he's talking about is coherent. But it makes for a really fun listen. Um, you know, there are a few songs on there that I, I, I it, he also always raps about Teslas, which is another one of my weaknesses. If a if a rapper like remember, you know the song "Jailbreak the Tesla." By... I don't remember who it's by. Literally, the inter- I don't remember. No. I'll have to send it to you, but it's a great song. If it's about Teslas, I'm into it. Okay, so Jaden Smith, we're kind of, we'll just agree to dis. Well, I guess I kind of agree with you. He kind of stinks, but I, I don't, no, 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 no. I don't think he stinks. He's just no. not for me. And that's how I am with like a lot, like Young Thug. I don't listen to tell you if I, if I will never. If somebody says an artist is good, I will never say you're wrong. You're an right. idiot. Because what you try to get out of music might not be what I try to get out of music. And I don't listen. So it's not, I'm not going to say it's bad or good. What I do have an issue with is when somebody tells me Nas is a great rapper. Oh, yeah. And Future is a great rapper. No. No. Nas is the, the rapping. Of the, you can say the, the music is more for you. Fine. Like, I'm not going to argue that. That's a literally subjective. Right. But tell me Nas and Future are both In great rappers. In the same rappers. paradigm. No, yeah, no. Nas. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, all righty. Well, James, this was quite the episode. I hope we didn't run too long for you. No, no. Um, no. I don't know. I don't know. You want to do this again next week? We can probably make that happen. I have literally nothing to do until January. <laughs> okay. So. Um, wait, January. Does that mean you have some insider information as to when the season's going to start again? I would be very surprised if the NBA comes back and there's not a vaccine. Is all I'll say. I don't have any insider info. I just you can do a bubble when you're not in, in, uh, incorporating every single team right. in your league. Yeah. Sure, uh, there's schedules. What are you going to do? Put the Pistons, put eight teams in three separate bubbles, and then they got to leave the bubble to go play it. Right. You know what I mean? Like it just you can't put all thirty teams in a bubble for six months. Right. I don't yeah. think. Absolutely. 
All right. Well, uh, James, last time you were on, uh, you said to keep making episodes, keep doing what I've been doing. And I think I've put out like 10 episodes in the last month. So thank you for the, like every time I'm like, do I want to record an episode? I I literally will be like, James told me to do it. So I got to do it. Um, And I I hope you're seeing a payoff. And if not, slow and steady wins the race. And it'll, it'll, you're good at what you do, man. It'll get, it'll get there. I mean, you see the, the reaction you get to the videos, it'll all, It'll, it'll all it'll, come we'll together. get there. I'll I'll send you something that just happened the other day. I got paid a certain amount to say something, which was for an ad read, which was kind of cool. But anyways, I won't I won't disclose hey. that on here. But it's for an app that I guess I could talk about it now. I talk about it enough. Never mind. Alrighty, folks. If you made it this far, genuinely from the bottom of both James and I's hearts, thank you very very much for listening. We will catch you guys in the next one, and hopefully next week.